Access denied. Access denied. Access denied. Access granted. Listening to the unforgettable voice of your uncle Sean Dom P. I am. 
And of course, this is family time with Uncle Sean Don P. But I'ma do what I do every single time, man. I'ma get y'all right, right back into the motherfucking mix. Let's go. Like T.I. Born in the trap And every little fuck up They blame it on Barack Cause he's just like Gucci Born in the trap And every little fuck up They blame it on Barack Cause he's just like Jeezy Born in the trap And every little fuck up My gun should go back Cause I'm just like Outcast Born in the trap So what's going on with you faggots And what you gonna do When your swagger no longer matters And your bitch ain't the baddest Cause she in the mid-40s And your phantom played out So you hating on the shorties Cause they run around Like they was your age When you was your age Fucking bitches raw Cause now the world ain't got no AIDS Yeah, 2050 on you niggas Gold diggers up you dry And left them hickeys on you niggas I used to run around like you Run the town like you Walk my red nose and clown like you But it got old like Betty White This rap shit real deep Like Barry White Reminiscing on them days I used to carry white Walking through them crib hoods And them cherry nights Now I live a merry life Walking in the house To them home cooked meals Join American Express accounts And less dollar bills Niggas still got their hands out Begging for a stack Just like Goody Mob I was born in the trap Niggas still got their hands out Begging for a stack But just like Luda I was born in the trap Leeches still got their hands out Begging for a stack But like Soldier Boy I was born in the trap Broke ass niggas Still begging for a stack Take it from short Low, nigga, learn how to track, track. Shit deeper than the roots, man. 15's drumming, quest love in the cool fam. Ride through Pittsburgh, where's got the stillers? Born by the jungle, so I came with gorillas. And since niggas dropping more dimes than we fucking, we out the hood trying to get money like P touching. Splitting backwards just to get our weed stuffed in. The crack we cooking, we don't need ovens. We need something to put in the mouth of our kids. Instead of copping chains, let's fly to Chile and dig. Go to Haiti and feed to the Bahamas and breathe. On the way back, scoop my nigga Sean from Belize. You know Sometimes I feel like this rap shit is heaven sent Then I get a high, feel like it's irrelevant So I'm about to pop the trunk like an elephant And campaign with Wyclef while he run for president I'm about to pop the trunk like an elephant And campaign with Wyclef while he run for president President, president. I Told y'all I was gonna kill this shit, primo Primo, primo <laughs>
Yes, sir. Ski! You know what the fuck going on? Listen, man. If you didn't know already, this is Family Time with Uncle Sean Don P. And I am... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies, gentlemen, I want to first start off with welcome to all my first time and last time listeners. Um... This family time, man. Um, this is like episode 78, 79, 77. I don't know, man. But it's this shit we do every goddamn week. And we back again for another show. Um, how I start the show. I usually started by telling you how your uncle's been doing. And who is your uncle? I am your uncle. What's good? Um, basically, I start just, you know, telling my family how I've been doing. Because, you know... Come to family time. Check up on your uncle. See what's good. Yes, sir. Um, this week has been pretty good. Um, um, pretty much the same as last week. More protesting. More coronavirusing. More fuck shit going on in this world. But of course, your uncle is getting through it with a smile on his face. Um, you know what I'm saying? And everything's been great. Everything's been... It's been a pretty crazy week. It's been an up and down week. It's been a chill week. It's been a... Um, it's It's been a one of them... It's been one of them weeks where um, I would much, much rather forget everything that's going on. And just talk about the shit that's going on for real. Um, first off, I want to start, start by saying happy birthday to a couple people. Because it is... Um, a lot of special people's birthday today. I don't know what it was about June 5th that was so special in the universe, but the, um, the Lord God, whoever you choose to believe in, um, made a couple of special people on today, June 5th. It is, of course, Friday that we are recording this. Comes out every Saturday and every motherfucking Wednesday. Yo. First, I want to start off by saying rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, who would have been, I believe, 27 years old today. Happy birthday to Breonna. Um, happy birthday to Cece. Um, I'm going to text you back. Um, and also, shout out to one of my homegirls named Bree. Happy birthday to y'all. Um, before I get into the show and all the topics we got going on, I do... I want to say rest in peace to that standout birthday. I'm really not even going to talk about how my week was going because it really wasn't eventful. Um, I'm going to talk about the shit I did this week on another podcast, but you'll never know because I'm not speaking about this week. It's been a crazy week. Um, Working out, working, trying to stay focused. Um, All that good stuff, man. We got shit to get to, but back to what I was saying. I want to just point out this person, Breonna Taylor. Um, today, if you did not know, would be her 27th birthday. Um, unfortunately, she is not here to celebrate and enjoy our her birthday with the rest of us. But um, Lord knows she's in a better place than we are currently in right now. Um, but if you don't know Breonna Taylor... Um, Basically, Brianna is a young woman um, who was 26 years old when um, she was fatally murdered by um, 
police department, I believe, is in Louisville, Kentucky. And basically, um, Brianna was um, involved in an officer-involved shooting. Basically, um, I guess they were raiding a house. It was the wrong house. And um, she was shot um, a couple times, I believe seven or eight times. And um, she had succumbed to her injuries. But um, it just ties into a bigger theme of what's going on in the world, what's been going on for the last couple of weeks that we've been talking about on the podcast. If you want to catch up on anything we missed in the past episodes, please go back to the episode before. Just catch up real quick. But um, just rest in peace to Brianna Taylor. I'm going to dedicate this episode to her, her 27th birthday um, it's sad she did not reach to her birthday um, to celebrate. But we will celebrate her today and all the ones we've lost in her memory. But, um, yeah, man, this week has been pretty chill. Um, I feel like I have something to say and something to speak on. Um, but I'm not going to put people's business out there right now. But all I'm going to say is, y'all, stick to the business that pays you. Um, focus on yourself and doing better and doing better for yourself. You cannot help anyone. You cannot fix anyone. You cannot be an asset to anyone if you don't fix it yourself. Um, that's what I'm going to say on that. Um... You know what I'm saying? But besides that, I've been good. I've been blessed. My family is blessed. Um, actually, my aunt had passed away. Her funeral was, um, I believe it was today, actually. And um, um, rest in peace. And um, my mom was a little bit sad about that. So, shout out my mom. And um, yeah, man, besides that, we're going to get into the shit that's been going on this week. We got a lot to talk about. Um, I believe some new music is dropping. Um, I'm excited, goddamn. I'm excited. Another motherfucking week of this shit, man. Um, but let's get to the shits. Let's get to the shits. Quick little side news. Quick little side news. Um, a rapper we've been talking about, we've been reporting on literally since our first episode. Kodak Black is in headlines again because he's avoiding 15 years of prison as his latest charges or his last two charges in Florida were dropped um i think i think that deserves some motherfucking applause um basically it's being reported that the rapper's lawyer brad cohen stated that he had sat down with miami dade state attorney catherine fernandez rundle for a discussion about his client apparently he left a good enough impression on kodak that several of his weapons charges have now been dismissed now according to the blast two charges of possession of firearm by a prohibited person has now been dropped together they carry a maximum sentence of 15 years in prison so a little good news for kodak but um sadly he still is locked up in um the infamous maximum security prison big sandy in kentucky so hopefully this is a closer road to freedom for kodak because um yeah just free kodak free that nigga you know what i'm saying free my niggas in other news um since i was already talking about brianna taylor um 
got some great news. You know what I'm saying? I forgot to mention at the beginning of the podcast, but here we are now. We're gonna talk about it right now. But before that, we got some motherfucking special guests in the motherfucking building. They popped in. What's motherfucking good? Say what's good to the motherfucking Kicks and Giggle podcast. What's good, yo? What's up, people? What's poppin' with y'all? Kicks and giggles in the motherfucking house, dropping in on my bro, you know, family time. Uncle Sean Don P, what's up, Sean? What's poppin', Sean? You know what I'm saying? We just out here talking about Brianna Taylor and the good news on her birthday. Of course, this is um, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, June 5th. This is her birthday. She would be turning 27. And in breaking news, the FBI has called. Um, to open the investigation into the death of Breonna Taylor. And I kind of explained it to you in the beginning of the podcast, but I'm just, I guess, break it down a little bit more. Um, and this new news, the FBI in Louisville, Kentucky, has opened an investigation into the police-involved shooting um, of the frontline worker, Breonna Taylor. Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, were sleeping inside their Springfield Drive apartment on March 13th when officers with the Louisville Metro Police Department attempted to execute a no-knock search warrant. Basically, um, they were trying to serve a warrant. I'm not, it wasn't really saying, it wasn't saying like who they were after, who they were trying to apprehend, but apparently they were in the wrong house. They broke in and um, three plainclothes officers, which is fam, that in itself is crazy. Three plainclothes officers executing a search warrant so it's like random niggas just walking in the crib with guns so that would be a problem if the people in the house were armed but um three plainclothes officers opened taylor's front door and blindly opened fire into the apartment according to a wrongful death lawsuit filed in april by taylor's mother tamika palmer basically um taylor was a licensed emt and she passed away when she was struck eight times um an insane 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 amount of times but um it's now saying the fbi will collect all available facts and evidence and will ensure that the investigation is conducted in a fair and thorough and impartial manner as this is an ongoing investigation they said we are not able to comment further at this time says special agent in the charge in in charge Robert Brown in a statement on Thursday. So um, some good news there. Hopefully we can get some justice for um Breonna Taylor. Um just just another sad story, man. I'm getting sick and tired of hearing all these stories, man, but um as as a black person I do know how it important it is to repeat these stories over and over and over and over again because they cannot lose their meaning they cannot lose the um importance in what we're fighting for and it's justice and equality and to be able to sleep in your motherfucking house and not get shot to motherfucking death so rest in peace to brianna taylor um y'all want to say that? i mean it's a i feel like it's you know it's justice but it's not all the way there you know like we we still gotta fight we still gotta push through we still can't forget what the message is you know happy birthday to her um you know it's just it's just good news to hear on her birthday that they reopened the case because that's what we've been fighting for we want justice for all these people that have been you know carelessly gunned down um 
we just want justice so to hear that on her birthday like right. that's the best birthday present for her and you know for her family so hopefully you know you know we keep fighting we keep pushing and you know there's justice to serve hopefully these officers are charged and you know arrested and you know keeps going keeps going also too though shout out to everybody on social media for you know bringing so much you know, faith, well, I guess, covers to this because oh, yeah. sure. without them, I mean, without y'all, they wouldn't even consider opening the case. So keep for doing sure. what y'all for doing sure. online. And in other news, man, since we already on um, just amazing news, um, I reported last week on George Floyd. And um, as I'm sure everyone in the country is already um, aware of what's been going on. Um last week we reported that um Derek bitch ass ho ass nigga Chauvin was arrested for the I believe the third degree murder of George Floyd then later on that week they switched the charge to um <clears throat> they switched the charge to second degree murder which is basically um I would give you the accurate just definition of second degree murder but I'm not gonna do that right now but um basically good news this week where the four other officers who helped and aided and abetted in this murder were arrested and i have their names and their names are oh they are oh here they are um oh excuse me i was wrong um the three other um Derek chauvin was already arrested which makes them four excuse me Derek bitch ass chauvin uh was already arrested so it just makes it three other officers who were um also responsible for um, basically kneeling on George Floyd's back and the other um, officer who just stood and looked out. Basically, um, the other ones are named J. Alexander Hyong and Thomas Hoas Lang and Thong Thao. Um, that means gay ass bitch ass ho ass nigga. Um, and basically, they are being charged with second degree murder as well basically because um they restrained him and basically um performed just mad illegal shit while cameras rolled so um great news great news um going around and i also wanted to speak about another case um in atlanta which basically resulted from um people getting arrested people getting tased people getting um what were they throwing in the crowds? Um, tear gas. Yes. Um, they were shooting rubber bullets into the crowd. A lot of mayhem and chaos has ensued um, ever since George Floyd passed away. And um, countries have literally have been spotted in all 50 states. And um, I'm just going to speak on my city of Atlanta. Um, basically, two college students were, you know, leaving a protest, leaving a peaceful protest um when video started rolling again um and all you see is these two kids in a car coming down the street and which is crazy about this a lot of um people had to point this out to me i didn't even notice there's a car full of young girls um white girls in the car in front of them laughing and waving and seconds after you see those girls laughing waving you see these two black kids being tased and he yanked out of the car and basically their body going limp um basically i didn't even know there was hmm? i didn't even see that that you there was that? like the 
the white girls in front of the car. That's the that's the that. crazy thing is nobody's showing that. Uh, listen, I go deep through the comments and I I gotta be like, yo, nah, what's niggas talking about? They I know niggas be breaking down videos like I be breaking down, but basically, Damn. um. Basically, it was shown on video. I don't even want to watch the video again. Just of how just disgusting it was. Basically, four Atlanta um, PD officers tase these. Um, I'm not sure if they're brother and sister or if they are a couple, but they they tase this this pair in a car. And just the video was just horrendous. If you want to look it up, you can look it up. But um, Atlanta being the city, it is basically took the right action and arrested. Um, I believe it was four officers with um, with um, criminal charges. They basically um, gave them criminal charges. But um, basically, uh, the two the two the two students were on. I believe it was Good Morning America to speak about their traumatic, traumatic, traumatic endeavor. It's not a surprise, but what happened to you? Um, I have multiple injuries. Um all over my body my uh, wrist is cracked i have 20 stitches in my forearm i have bruises all over my ribs and i had a taser in my back for about eight hours what do you mean you had a taser in your back for eight hours you mean that um, what they shot it, it stayed I, in there yes um initially some of them were removed but I informed them that I still had a taser in my back and it was not taken out of me until around 2 or 3 a.m. And I got tased at around 9, 9.30. Oh my God. And do you remember being tased? When we look at that video, it looks as though you almost sort of lose control of your limbs. It looks as though you're kind of convulsing. What was it like in that moment? one of the hardest moments that I've had to face in my life. Um, I just, I can't even fathom what happened. Uh, at this point, I'm just so far gone. It's like, I'm trying to remove myself from that situation, but it's, it's really hard to uh, cope with. Yeah, I'm sorry, Messiah. I'm, I'm, I don't want us to, you know, re-traumatize you. Uh, I understand that you guys are still really raw from all of this. And, and Tania, I've read that you said that you just didn't know that you were going to survive that night. I mean, you, what happened when the, when the cops came up? You, did you think that you might be killed? Yes, I thought I might be killed. Um, and the reason I thought that is because we, there was nothing like done that was not right. So when they're coming up to the car, I'm just thinking like, what could, what could we have done? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what could we have done to cause this? And when I think in my mind, when I realized we haven't done anything, you know what I mean? Like nothing really warranted this. So after I realized the just, after I realized none of this really had a reason, I was just thinking, okay, this is the end. Like, this doesn't have a reason, so I can't really justify or think about, do I, like, are we going to, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, we are. This doesn't have a reason, and if this attack happened, I mean, I didn't really 
understand what like what other reason could it have been. I was just confused with the whole situation. Thought it was over. Fam, 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 fam. See, that was that was the two students speaking about being attacked, man, and it just it just it just it hurts my heart. It saddens me. It's just it's just something that's not talked about and something that you don't always get to see because there are thousands upon hundreds upon hundreds of cases of police brutality and you 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 hear about the incidents you see the videos but the survivors you have no like they have no inch of caring of what these survivors have to live through it's 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 similar to what some of these rappers talk about G Herbo, Lil Durk, um, all these rappers, Polo G, who speak about trauma because they're from Chicago. And if you know anything about Chicago, this is one of the most violent cities um, in the entire country. Um, at one point, um, the death toll in Chicago was higher than uh, Iraq when we was over there fighting with the Iraqis. So they know a lot about gun violence they know a lot about ptsd and trauma and what a lot of people don't talk about is the ptsd and trauma the anxiety they have when they when they get back into their car the anxiety they they may have if someone just put something near their face really quick and you don't know what it is and you just jump and you flash back to having a taser stuck in your face having a gun stuck in your face having um being shot with rubber bullets being tear gas like it's crazy what the united states is doing right now and um i know we i'm not sure if we uh spoke about it last week when um i believe we mentioned it basically when um president trump basically went to address the nation and i believe i did play the clip in the last podcast but basically when he addressed the nation and said like yo um he basically came out and commented on the looting and the rioting and the vandalism. Basically, say, "Yo, I'm gonna activate the military to so basically um, get these protesters, even if they are peaceful, off the street." And basically, he he basically what I've been talking about with a lot of my people, a lot of my friends, a lot of my family. Um, he was basically trying to incite a war, basic or a civil war what some people are saying because right after he took the speech he basically used the military to clear the street and basically set a curfew where the protesters in the street there was no way they could get out they can there was no way they could leave within the time frame so it's like you said you said a, a you set a curfew and you said if y'all don't get out of here the military is gonna move you and then you give them a few minutes to get out of there there's no way all of them they're gonna get out of there you have the military um, basically pepper spray these people, um, shoot out tear gas, shoot people with rubber bullets, um, basically um, arrest them. And, and, and basically, you use the American government against United States taxpaying citizens to go to a church to take a picture what a lot are saying is um 
is 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 very symbolistic of a lot of things in history. I'm sure some of you have seen these images. I'm sure some of you have um, even spoke about this with people and just seen them on social media. Just um, it's it's getting really spooky out here, y'all, and it's 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 crazy. It's crazy, but um, I'm not trying to focus too much on that side of things but um focusing on our side of things where it comes into play with preparation being ready for things like this um having a plan in place when things in and if shit hits the fan so with that being said um i'm saying um just think about the victim and victims in these police brutality um the victims who survive we're still thinking um we're still protesting for the victims that's died the victims that are still here the victims to come honestly we're still protesting for a future a lot of people are still out there protesting so um yeah man just 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 y'all gotta keep that hate out your heart man i can't say it enough but until we get justice until we get equal rights until we are all equal is one which we are promised under the constitution then y'all you know what i'm saying we're gonna still be out here in the streets protesting and that just is what it is in other news man since we already talking about my city of atlanta um we got some atlanta news man i don't know what the fuck is happening in the city i've been out here i have not been quarantining as much but i've been trying oh shit i forgot to even talk about the coronavirus <laughs> Did we forget about I was sick of talking about the coronavirus. Uh, listen, listen, we, we, we gonna get to it. But um, Atlanta news, Atlanta news, man. Um, basically, um, homegrown Twenty One Savage is back in headlines after an Atlanta man shoots a hotel worker after asking where Twenty One Savage is, man. Now I know y'all are saying, "Fam, what? Huh? What's, what's going on?" I'm listen, saying that. Listen, basically, the story is. Um, some dude. I'm not sure if he was mass. I don't. I don't know what was going. On. It doesn't seem like he was mass. They're not saying he was mass. Basically, a man came into a hotel and basically demanded the room to where Twenty One Savage is, and he was saying, "Yo, I'm looking for Twenty One Savage. Where that pussy ass nigga at?" Like all this, and basically, um, one of the hotel workers basically has the motherfucking scoop. Okay, yeah, I was inside the hotel at the time. Um, I was at the front desk, and uh, this guy, he's a guest. We checked him in yesterday, and he just came downstairs. I kid you not, he just tripping, just saying, I'm looking for 21 Savage. I kid you not, he said, where, where is 21 Savage? He started tripping, and he pulled the gun out on the girl at the front desk and pistol whipped her a few times, and he let off about four shots. And... Uh, I believe he, uh, he struck my coworker. What in the world was going through your mind when all this happened? I was just trying to, I, I, I wanted to help my coworker. I really feel bad, but at the same time, um, he had a gun, so I ran and I called 911. I just wanted to make sure, you know, that the police the authorities got here so everyone could be safe. Now, do you work at the front desk also? Yes, I'm a supervisor at the Hilson. Okay. Yeah. Did you help the young lady? Did I help the young lady? Yes, yes, I did. I helped as much as I could. Um, you know, it's just a crazy situation. You know the young lady? Yes, she's uh, a good friend of mine. How kind of person is she? She's just a sweet, loving person. Um, cares about a lot of people. 
she wouldn't do anything to hurt anyone. I know that's cliche, say that about everybody, but it's, it's really, really true. And the gentleman that did this is, is just, it's wrong, it's crazy, it's just. What did she say to her? She didn't say anything. So he just walked up saying, what? Just walked up saying, where is 21 Savage? Verbatim, where the f is 21 Savage? Uh-huh. Want to verbatim. <laughs> Yo. Fam. So what did 21 Savage do to be hunted down like this? Listen, fam, I have a Ooh, hunch. Joy God. I, I have a hunch. Excuse me. Excuse me. I have a hunch. I have a hunch. I have a hunch of what happened. Listen, I'll be tapping into the city. I don't know, be knowing all all the shit that be happening, but I have no clue what this is about. All I can assume, all I can assume, is twenty one seven. Uh, that's, I mean, that, that's what I mean, listen, listen, my pinky ring. That's a quarter. Claudia Dora. Three hundred dollars. Claudia Dora. I got combs. Claudia Dora. Ferragamo. Claudia Dora. I bought a bed. Claudia Dora. She had a Honda. Claudia Dora. She's a dog. She's a dog. I gave her Molly. I gave her Molly. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so, so for the people who don't know, listen, listen. Hit his testicles. I will. I. Ah. Ah. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. I don't know what twenty one did. I don't know why this man. I don't know why this man. I have no clue why this man ran up into a hotel and just asked the random female, yo fam, where is that nigga 21 Savage? Now, how that man looked in this video, he looked extremely scared. He looks like he saw a real life demon. And all I have to respond to that is The bitch is geek. The bitch is geek. She see it's Listen, this thing of 21 is in the streets. This is street shit. I'm going to stay far away from this. Listen, 21 Savage is a entrepreneur. Um, he's he's a fellow Caribbean. Um, you know what I'm saying? He don't be bothering nobody. He don't be bothering nobody. Come on, son. Come on, son. Leave 21 alone. Um, yeah. Slaughter your daughter. Alrighty, man. In other news, um, we came in here last week and talked about um, the Breakfast Club and um, Rush Limbaugh basically having a sit down and basically just talking about um, George Floyd and what they think about protesting and the rioting and the looting and basically Trump and there's a whole bunch of um, political based shit that a lot of people don't care to talk about. I'm not a political podcast, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. But basically, um, I was just curious when I seen this because you know, these are two people um, who have opinions on two completely different sides of the spectrum. One is very pro-black. Um, one show is very pro-black and very for the people, um, by the people, all that. And the other side is very more... Um, mainstream media more um conservative more well basically almost almost out 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 outright racist so 
it really compelled me when these two um came together to have a conversation. Basically, um we really didn't get much from it. Basically, Rush Limbaugh was on there just you know, doing what he does, basically, um, saying it but not really saying it, basically, you know, just throwing out racist ideas and really confirming once again how a lot of white old men think. And um basically Charlemagne was um speaking with a late night host, I believe it was Jimmy one of the Jimmies, one of the late night Jimmies, talking to him <laughs> and basically um basically said, Yo, it was a big motherfucking waste of time. I don't know why we did that shit. But um yeah. You know, it wasn't even a Jimmy, it was Stephen Colbert. I'm sorry, Stephen. Everybody, we're back with Charlemagne the God. You talked to Rush Limbaugh the other day, which surprised me a little bit, but you interview everybody. You talked to, and which I admire, you had Rush Limbaugh on, and you said to him, you were talking about uh, white privilege, and he said, I, he doesn't believe it exists. What was, what, what went in your mind when you heard that? Um, at first I was like, yo, this guy, I, like I told him, I said, I said, yo, you're being delusional right now. And, um, what really bothered me about that conversation is after I left that conversation, I felt like it wasn't productive, you know? And I have no problem talking to people from the other side. I just have to feel like that's really your truth. I don't know if I got that from Rush. It felt like more of a performance, you know, because- I, have, I, had, the, I had that issue talking to the president himself. The only time I've ever interviewed him, and the reason why I'm not that interested in talking to him again is that it was a pure performance. It did not feel like he was being honest. And I've spoken to other, I've talked, I've spoken to other pundits like that before. They say anything they want in front of the microphone, but then they come on your show and they act like the reasonable man. Yes, and and, and after we left his show, he was taking callers, and a caller asked him, "What is white supremacy? What does Charlamagne mean when he talked about white supremacy, white privilege?" Stephen, he broke it down so eloquently. Rush broke it down like he knew exactly what it was, and I was like, "So why were you playing clueless?" When I was when we was having the conversation, so like I said, it just it didn't feel productive, man. It felt like a waste of my time, to be honest. Well, I think that it has something to do with uh, your sense of uh, protecting your own power. And in his own studio, he might have more of the courage to look something in the eyes. But in your studio, it's like you're on somebody else's court, and you don't want to give them a point. Well, we did we did a simulcast, you know, because oh, okay. we both work for iHeartMedia, so the powers that be were like, hey, you know, uh, Rush had this whole epiphany about the, the the murder of um you know big floyd and you know he thinks it was wrong and he i like that big floyd arrested and he wants to talk about it so i thought that would have been powerful because i always think it's great when white people use their privilege to combat prejudice but if you can't get to the root of why these situations happen which is white supremacy which is white privilege then you know what kind of conversation are we really having well i hope we'll continue these conversations well, um, your Uncle Charlotte said it best himself, man. Um, I really felt like I didn't get nothing out of that. Um, and that's what a lot of these bitch ass racist people do, man. They throw stones, then hide their motherfucking hands. They they want to act so, you know, oh no, I'm for this, I'm for everything, I'm for equality in public, but really, um, really in real life they're real life white devils whatever you want to call them i know all white people aren't bad so if you get offended by white devils you're probably a white devil but um you know what i'm saying yeah you can't trust niggas like rush limbaugh nah <laughs> that's dead that's dead 
Alrighty, man. In other news, man, um, we got some new news. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I talk about things like this, but we're gonna talk about it anyways. Yo, young Carol Baskin is in headlines, and if you don't know who Carol Baskin is, please look her up. Please go on Netflix right now and watch Tiger King, the documentary, the Joe Exotic story. And please, if you haven't, you're basically living under a rock, under a motherfucking boulder. Listen, my nigga. For the, those who know about Miss Baskin in her treacherous ways, <laughs> I'm here to tell you, we were always right. Carol Baskin is in headlines because this bitch was awarded <laughs> the Tiger King Joe Exotics Old Zoo. Now, I know, I know, this is a sad day because those of you who love Joe and his crazy ways, even though he may be a, he may be a, um, not really a murder. He just really yeah, just I say murder. A, a murder for hire. Yeah. A murder. Oh, okay. He's he's a murderer <laughs> for hire. So basically, um, well, she didn't get murdered. Unfortunately. Basically, if you know anything about the <laughs> if you know anything about the story, you know that um, Carol Baskin has been trying to shut down Joe Exotic for the longest. Apparently, uh, Joe tried to get her killed. He's currently in jail for that now, um, and apparently his zoo or the property where his zoo was was up for grabs while he was in jail and basically reports are coming out that a judge has granted carol baskin control of the zoo formerly owned by young exotic now now i know i know some of you are thinking why does this bitch Carol Baskin hate Joe so much? Why? Right. I, I don't know. We're trying to figure out. I have no clue. I really have no clue, fam. But basically, a judge officially ruled in favor of Baskin's big cat rescue. Hey guys. <laughs> and basically, um, in a lawsuit against Greater Winewood Development Company, which was formerly owned by Joe Exotic. Now, with the judge's decision, Baskin now owns the land that Joe operated his famous zoo on the GWDC which is the um like I said the Greater Wyandotte Development Group um, must vacate the premises within 120 days now it's saying in addition to 16 acres of land Carol Baskin now has access to she has also been granted vehicles cabins and more now um as of right now Joe is currently serving a 22 year prison sentence for threatening to have Carol kill for a murder for a higher plot um, as you know, um, he he basically um, tried to pay a man three thousand to kill Carol and breaking the law by I guess shooting um, five tigers and selling baby lemurs. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Now, um, what's the last of it? Well, basically, Carol's um, well, his attorney said we anticipated Carol getting the title to the former part that once belonged to Joe Exotic. We did not challenge her attempts to do so, said um, Joe's um, attorney. All of Jeff's focus on opening, no, 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 whatever. I don't give a fuck. But basically, yeah, Carol, Carol Baskin is out here doing some mad vindictive shit. But as the circle of karma goes, Carol is also in headlines because Carol Baskin is now under fire after a sheriff says her husband's missing well her missing husband's will was forged dun 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 well apparently now um 
some experts are saying that the will for her missing husband was a forgery and they had already told um, Hillsborough County Sheriff Chad Cronister excuse me I don't know what the fuck is going on well basically nigga they told us what we motherfucking knew if you watched the motherfucking series yes this bitch Carol killed her husband then she forged his will exed all of his kids out of his will mm. now she's going on to try and shut down every tiger park in the greater Winewood area because she's a hating ass bitch Tell him. Tell him. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers, they snack it. What's happening? Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Tell him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. No. Fed him to tigers, they snack it. What's happening? Carol Baskin. I don't think we have anything else on Carol Baskin. Um, they're saying nah, that nigga's not in Costa Rica. Nah, I don't. That <sighs> man, free Joe Exotic, and fuck that nigga too. Free my nigga. Nah, fuck that nigga. In other news, man. Um, getting back into um this whole topic about you know racism in America because. Um, yes, we've been talking about it for about three weeks straight, but we've been talking about it as a people for years and years and years yeah. and years. But basically, um, this story comes on the heels of a quarterback named Drew Brees of the New Orleans Saints. Basically, um, Drew Brees sat down with a uh, with a well, a couple of people from Yahoo Finance. Basically, we're just talking about a whole bunch of things um, that go along with the NFL. Um, money in the NFL, basically practices in the NFL, uh, their practices of doing things and social justice and whatever, whatever the fuck these people were talking about. I didn't see a black person in the Zoom Skype call. I didn't see none of that. But basically, um, Drew Brees got asked a question um, about kneeling and protesting and whatever. And basically, um, he said some dumbass shit. Of course, like the internet does, they come for people. They killed his ass. Um, rightfully so, but I'll let you hear and be the judge yourself. Should respond to that, and of course, you're such a leader in the league. Uh, what is your responsibility as a leader uh, in times like this for the rest of your teammates and, and players in the league? Well, I, I will. I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States, I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s, and everyone, and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. 
And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better. And that we are all part of the solution. John, I wanted to bring you back into Julie here and talk to you about, come back to the idea. Yeah. So basically, it all started so, so good. Drew gave an all-American answer um, that you would that would you would pretty much much expect from any NFL quarterback. Now, was it the best thing he could have said? Probably not. But what I can say for Drew, he he had a, a he had the closest thing to a politically correct statement. He probably probably shouldn't have mentioned his great grandfather's. Um, there's no telling what they were doing. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I honestly, bro, like I don't see a lot wrong with that statement. I just, I don't, I, I just, it's basically, I don't have nothing wrong with that statement. The only thing I have wrong with it is, is what the black people have a problem with it. We're talking about kneeling and doing all that shit in the NFL. The reason they're kneeling is to protest police brutality and the unfair treatment of black people in America and basically police killings. Yes, we know you standing up and saluting the flag is cool and that's all great because we understand we all that's why we do the tribute. That's why we sing the national anthem because we're, we're giving tribute to our people in the military and like me, I have people in my family that's part of the military so it's like yo i respect that and yes we honor those people mad different ways memorial day whatever you want to call it, we 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 celebrate our military a lot now if a black person wants to take a knee to protest police brutality and killing niggas if you is against killing niggas Say, I'm okay with the kneeling. That's it. We don't want to hear about your grandfather. We don't want to hear about nothing, nigga. We want to hear, yeah, I support them niggas kneeling. Because them niggas is the reason I got a Super Bowl. Them the niggas, I'm throwing a ball to who's catching the shit. If they don't catch it, I look bad. Mm-hmm. Like... It just and it just and it just goes to another point with the NFL fam. I seen the San Francisco 49ers tweet, yo, we stand in solidarity with the protesters. Bitch! <laughs> Bitch! For real? That was that For- was wild when I saw that. Like, y'all are gonna say y'all stand Damn. with the protesters, oh. but but what happened to what happened to Kaepernick then? Can, can we please explain what happened to him? Fam. So y'all didn't stand with him then, but now y'all stand now? Fam. Oh yeah, get the fuck fam, out of here. Fam, fam, fam. Kaepernick over there with his hands up like, for real? Right, for like y'all fuck. literally threw him <laughs> under the bus and ran him under over the 49 bus. times. Fam, they backed over this nigga 8 million times. And then times. he took his body and dumped it in the river. And set it on fire. They On a rainy day. Yo, fam. Like... Oh, no. Bruh, y- y'all can take y'all can take the biggest seat 
in the middle of the road, okay? Listen. Y'all can y'all can listen, shut it. Listen, listen. It's simple. It's simple. It's simple. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I have one thing. I have one thing left to say. I, I used to fuck with you, Drew. But it's like, like, like I can't fuck with you. Like, cause, 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 cause Drew. Mm. Congratulations. You played yourself. It's simple as that. Simple. Simple as that. Mm. Give, give him. Mm. 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 But there's more. There's more. Then, like I told you, social media killed this nigga, cooked this nigga, said, yo, they basically did exactly what I did. Said, yo, listen, nigga. You wrong, Drew. Sit this one out. Sit it out. You know what I'm saying? Go to the bench, regroup, get some Gatorade, come back next half. You know what I'm saying? Shake it off. But then, you know what I'm saying? Drew tried to do the right thing. He got on the Instagram. Oh, shut up, bitch. He got on his Instagram. He he put out a long, a long, a, a long post saying, yo, you know what I'm saying? Put put up a hand of a white hand and a black hand holding together. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? This goes out to all my all my peoples, my players, my running backs, my tailbacks, my, my wide receivers, my linemen. Yo. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not trying to be racist. Uh. But my grandfather fought in the war. Uh, when I see that flag, I'ma roll. Hey, hey, Drew on the, Drew, Drew, Drew on the, Drew, Drew on the. I said Drew on the. I said Drew, Drew, Drew. Listen, listen, fam. Listen, 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 listen. That wasn't good enough. The culture said, Nah, Nah, Drew, not now. Drew, come on, bro. Like, we we seen you. We seen you. And if y'all wanted to know what Drew said, he said, Yo, I would like to apologize to all my friends, teammates, the city of New Orleans, the black community, the NFL community, and anyone I heard with my my comments yesterday. Speaking with some of you, it breaks my heart to know the pain I have caused in an attempt to talk about respect and unity and solidarity and blah, blah, blah around the America. But niggas was like Drew, Drew, Drew. Cry me a river. Drew, Drew, not not this time. And granted, I want to give Drew some credit. I want to give him some slack. Drew, Drew, Drew had this to say. I know there's not much that I can say that would make things any better right now, but I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday. I know that it hurt many people, especially friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people that I care and and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to the George Floyd murder, Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change in regards to legislation and so many other things to bring equality to our black communities. I am sorry, and I will do better, and I will be part of the solution, and I am your ally. And I know no words will do that justice. (sighs) Drew, Drew, Drew. Drew, first of all, that sounded scripted as fuck. Listen. Like, didn't that sound like he was reading a script? If his goal was to come on this video and sound like the the copyist of cops, 
then I think he He definitely got an A plus. I mean I felt like I I didn't feel no type of like nothing. I feel like a cop just scolded me. You know, I don't I didn't that was I felt like he read that off of a sheet of paper or he memorized (sighs) it like Bruh, no, I can't. I can't. Listen, fam, I really wanted to give him some slack because, like, you know what I'm saying? I love New Orleans. I love this city. I want to go there. I want to fly there now to get some beignets and, mm. and, and some and some shrimp and some goddamn. Listen, listen, I'm going to make myself just hot in here because I'm just thinking about all the great cuisine that's in New Orleans. How can you, how can you be on Bourbon Street? Mm-hmm during Mardi Gras and not feel how can you not feel and love, love that and shit culture, how could you not love every black beautiful person in New Orleans Drew I, I mean granted you may you may cause I don't know you Drew but Drew I'm not even saying that he's a racist but the comments were just insensitive you gotta the, you gotta the, think before the, you speak that is bro. the key the comments were insensitive think before you speak especially now you can't just be saying anything because we I don't know, know who's with us or against us bro. i know drew and that's and my sister said it beautifully we don't know who is against us so you have to make it apparently abundantly obvious you know what i'm saying if you was an ally, you gotta be ally in 20, 24-8. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be low-key blacker than like you ha- you have to be a black history major. <laughs> you have to teach this in college. Like do something. No, nah. That's a major or minor in <laughs> that shit. Like Bam. come on now. Yo, shout out Cafe Bourbon Street. You know what I'm saying? Check them out on Instagram. They're my peoples. Listen. Drew, Drew, New Orleans. I know my people in New Orleans love you, so I'm I'm gonna give you a pass. This is for my. Listen, listen. I'm from Atlanta. I have Atlanta tatted on me. I don't fucks with the Saints. I love New Orleans. I don't fuck with the Saints, but I know my my New Orleans niggas. They love you, Drew. Don't let them down. This is a warning. This is a warning. Mm-hmm. Drew. What you doing, bro? Drew! I know a lot of Drews grow, growing up. Drew! Uh, uh, uh. Do better. A lot better, bro. In other news, y'all, the NBA is back. Um, I know I've been reporting on these niggas for weeks. They've been telling us, oh, maybe we're going to come back. Oh, maybe we're not. Because nigga. Nigga. What the Fuck, we need NBA, we need NFL, bro. I'm going crazy. But basically, the NBA has now announced, and NBA fans have been waiting for this news for a long, long time. Basically, um, I reported that the NBA had finalized the details of the return plans to play. Essentially, it's going to be 22 teams will play in Orlando, 13 from the Western Conference, and 9 from the Eastern Conference. Each team would have to play eight regular season games for seeding. And if the ninth seed were to be less than four games back of the final playoff spot, they would get to participate in a winner takes all play in game. Now, I know that's difficult. If you don't understand, rewind that shit 32 times. 
Today, all 30 teams voted on a plan and it passed with an overwhelming 29 to 1 majority. Uh, I kind of want to know who's the one. But simply put, the NBA is coming back and fam, it is. It is, my nigga. It is motherfucking waiting for the fucking NBA to come back finally it's coming back um I'm happy bro I don't know what else to say bro it's it's like we finally got a chunk of our lives back um slowly but surely um we didn't even talk about coronavirus god damn yo what the fuck um yeah NBA is coming back man and apparently the NBA draft has been set for August 25th and the draft lottery October 15th um sources are saying so um i'm excited um i know y'all are um let me see what else we got i think we'll have anything um left so we get the fuck out of here other news god damn it um they did some fire shit today in washington apparently protesters or um who whoever the fuck basically um well basically um this headline is reading black lives matter plaza street in front of the white house receives a new motherfucking name the mayor of dc has not only changed the street in front of the white house to black lives matter plaza she has emblazoned it across the street and requested donald trump y'all president to remove the military presence from dc now as the protests of george floyd's death continued their second in their second week um some cities have been um, more accommodating and responsive to the protests um the protest and the looting and the rioting basically there's not a lot more rioting and looting and all that going on because um black lives matter black people in general all over the country have organized and come together to basically form peaceful protests stop any y'all fuck niggas trying to come out and fuck shit up and make us look bad in the eyes of the media and um basically today um the mayor of dc um she shared a letter on her instagram page where she demanded president trump to remove the military presence um unidentified patrolling officers from the city citing the end of her curfew this morning in the equally peaceful protest from the night before resulting in zero arrest or zero incidents um i think that oh excuse me i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry if i scare you people with psd but i believe that deserves an applause you know what i'm saying so um basically the the um the letter on her instagram read i request that the real donald trump and she added that nigga you know what i'm saying she said i'm at this nigga you know what i'm saying i ain't ain't gonna subtweet i'm at this nigga she said i request that donald trump withdraw all extraordinary federal law enforcement and military presence from our city Tell them. I'm saying let your nuts hang. You know what I'm saying? She wrote above in the letter, which you can read. Here it is. It is official with the seal from Muriel Bowser, the mayor of DC. She said, nigga, 
city. This my shit. I hold DC down like I'm Wale. Not like she Wale. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Wale. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mayor of DC. This shit is amazing. Black Live Lives Matter Plaza Boulevard is lit. You know what I'm saying? That's it's crazy. real. It's so official. It's lit. Now, now Fam. the White House is on. I think the address to the White House was like 1600 something. Something. I forget. But now 1600. Um. Black Lives Matter. And actually, you are correct, Isn't madam. It, it's well, saying, it was 1600. What? It, it, it is actually saying um um the city has emblazoned the street in front of the White House with the words Black Lives Matter. She also changed the street name from 16th Street to Black Lives Matter Plaza, the section of 16th Street in front of the White House is now officially Black Lives Matter Plaza. Mm-hmm. You know so imagine saying? Donald Trump has to live at Black Lives Matter Plaza. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is dope, man. Like, I, Super I, dope. I can't, I love it. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What what did the old heads, you know what I'm saying? I know all my uncles out there know they call DC Chocolate City because some of the baddest honeys is out there. You know what I'm saying? You can just go down on 16th Street on Black Lives Matter Plaza, you know what I'm saying? Scoop you a little honey dip. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So shout out um, Mayor Muriel Bowser. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I salute you. You know what I'm saying? Salute. Take notes, Drew. The fuck? <laughs> Take notes. Take them. All right, man. Um, don't have too much left. Um, a few new things came out this week in the music world. Um, Flatbush Zombies dropped a new EP now more than ever. Um, for that, those of you who like that turn up music. Um, Jay the Youngin dropped Baby 23, his album. Um, also, Run the Jewels dropped RTJ4. You know what I'm saying? Some new music from them. Uh, I believe Chevy Woods dropped Hands on the Dashboard. Um, I'm not sure if that is an album or a single. Um, Jim Jones dropped, I believe, a single called The People. YG dropped his Fuck the Police. And um, they recently re-released Extentacion's um, Riot on streaming platforms. Also, Trey Songs drops a new song called 2020 Riots. How many times? And, um... I also believe Meek Mill. Yes, I believe Meek Mill dropped a new single. It is called Other Side of America. So um definitely, definitely, definitely check those out. I definitely will be checking um those out. Um Meek is always known for dropping, you know, bangers for the culture. Um just like the song I played at the beginning, um Stay Woke featuring Miguel so um appreciate Meek for dropping that new music man and I don't think I got a lot of shit to talk I don't think I got anything else I need to really talk about that's really um important and shit that you really care about um I don't see anything what else happened oh 
Um, chat nigga, chat nigga, chat nigga. Academics went live with his best friend six nine. Um, it was how do you say strange? Um, one of my favorite comments is basically they they got on Instagram and started boxing. My favorite comment from that shit was so was that I know foreplay when I see it. So yeah, not too much to um not too much to say about that shit. But um dun, 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 I don't think there is much more to speak about. Not much that oh so funny shit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They say a black man was killed, but destroying these buildings has to stop. Destroying these buildings is the least of your worries. An innocent black man should never be killed by a cop. They say, Patrick, you shouldn't speak up, man. You might lose some of your brand deals. Yo, yo, wait, 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 wait. Before I continue this, y'all, y'all have to see this video. <laughs> And I'm not laughing because of the content of this video. I'm laughing because this nigga King Bash decided to do a tribute to all the people um, who died to police violence and police brutality. And I respect him for doing this despite being possibly shunned or whatever by his brand endorsements or deals, whatever. So I respect him for this. The fact this nigga has every fucking type of writing on him yo a nigga said he looked like the chipotle <laughs> he said that nigga look like a chipotle bag bro yo hold on hold on you might lose some of your brand deals my people have been dying of injustice for centuries i don't give a damn how a brand feels in my comments talking about all lives matter yeah, that's because whenever you hear the word shoot, it's always followed by a ladder. COVID-19 is what they told us to fear. 19 years is what a Minnesota cop called a career. Yeah, that's how many years he was on the force before he killed George Floyd with no remorse. Put his knee on his neck without a worry or care while Big Man Floyd was gasping for air. <laughs> yo, yo, I can't finish this, bro. Listen, listen, bro. If y'all can go and watch this video and finish it, bro, I can't. This, yo, they said this nigga looked like a Chipotle bag, fam. I cannot, I cannot, bro. But um, not. I I, I checked the timeline, man. I don't think there's any new developments of anything going on, man. Um, I hear G Herbo is on MSNBC talking to Ari Melber about um you know protesting and violence and all that shit but um I, I don't see any yo an honorable mention what the fuck is YKO Cyrus going around with? why is this this nigga wants to do everything but put out music or go to the studio nigga why are you pulling up boxing every nigga in hip hop you barely beat Polo G Blueface almost knocked your ass out. Now you trying to go fight, baby? YK. 
Why can't? Most of y'all rappers, y'all rapping y'all so-called gangsters. Be scared to fight. But y'all too quick to shoot. Well, y'all gonna throw the gloves on and squabble. But y'all scared to do that because y'all might lose y'all ego. Now, I love YK because I think he's super talented. He's very down to earth. He's a real person. And he be giving y'all game. He be spitting that shit. A lot of niggas, a lot of niggas be scared to fight, but quick to shoot. That's facts. But nigga, go to the fucking studio, nigga. God damn. Damn. But nah, man, I don't think there's nothing else. Um that's here to talk about um shout out all my city girls you know what i'm saying supporting the cause young miami killing innocent black men and stuff like that we're not talking about black on black crimes we niggas not killing niggas because they niggas niggas killing niggas in the street because of what they got going on we're not talking about that that's a different situation for a different time that's a whole nother subject right now we tied and we talking about Police killing innocent men and taking people away from their sons for no reason. Like if I go to the You know what I'm saying? Shout out Young Miami for giving that us, you know what I'm saying, that game. You know what I'm saying? All my black people coming together, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, um, that's it, man. Ain't ain't shit really else to talk about, man. Um, we pretty much talked about all of it, man. I appreciate y'all being here. Uh, I want to thank my motherfucking family for kicking it with, with me once again, man. Thank you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. You know what I'm saying, my sister. You want to say anything before we get the fuck out of here, fam? Just want to say appreciate y'all for tuning in to my bros podcast. I am ash.com, one of two of kicks and giggles. Check out our new podcast premiere every motherfucking Saturday. But while y'all here, you know, click that. Go follow it. Go do that. Like whatever you got to do. Share it. And appreciate y'all for tuning in. You dig, man. I'm finna get the fuck out of here. I'm a little bit hungry. I kind of want to get me a little drink and drink. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying the rest of my night. Y'all, please stay safe. Stay dangerous. Um, Continue to wash your hands. I know we didn't talk about Corona, but guess what? It's still here. Um, Yeah, man. Stay safe. Um, You know what I'm saying? Pray for your loved ones. Call your loved ones. Um, All that good shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Keep one in the head. Um, stay dangerous. I lay I'm out! in my pants through the window pane. Shackled to the bus seat of the bluebird at the kitchen chain. Pull up to the unit, break a door morning when the rain. Cause freezing my wrists, I'm locked in shame over the set I bang. Hit the bowl and nearly five offenders already know my name. Ain't even classified yet, my name louder than five jets. Cause I was in my city leaving blood on this.
niggas Pyrex Pistol whipping niggas, big homies starting up drop clicks Five months into my sentence, I had a cell phone sending dry text And two female guards on my dick bringing the drop next Dropped a couple niggas and I ran the cell block next I had to learn some skills, Muslims showed me how to block next Now I'm transporting contraband all in my sock next How easy we touch free world drugs, I thought rocks next I never cared for football games, dominoes, hot chest Cause that'll be the reason one of these bitch niggas get dropped next Stabbed up or pop next, poker in my long joint switch Just in case a ride pop off it rent I'ma split a nigga neck for my respect, that's a Nike check I gotta go home after this, Jordan and Charlotte My family in the freeway know me, who gon' pay the rent? My daddy living check to check and child support take half of that Back pay, and I've been living with him since the fourth grade The government ain't shit, they charge the father just cause the mama say But they don't even take the time out to find where the mama stay Cause mama ain't raised me a half a day But three years in the pen, that shit run dry when shit get backed up When them hoes don't send no money, block their calls and start to act up When your niggas can't send you money cause they struggling and it's jacked up That's what they need you back for, whole time This the same reason you in here shacked up This whole cycle is smacked up and it's time for wreck up I'm sleeping in the hell hole I ain't got a letter in four months so I got a shell soul I should have been a lawyer, a doctor Nigga that sell gold But instead my dumb ass was in the streets Letting them shells blow Now I'm wearing field yard boots No Gucci's and shell toes Trying to get a sick pass We out here working with scarecrows I always knew that I would touch dying And go hit Melrose But I never knew that I would touch dying And start to sell hoes Drop a couple quick rap songs Now I can sell clothes I told my P.O. I'ma make it But she ain't think so Sneaking codeine in my system, that's why I blink slow Almost pissed dirty, I'm thankful the Lord spurred me I used to pray a lot, but I swear that he never heard me Cause every time I jumped in the whip, the law swerved me But every time I went on that trip, I dodged jerseys The penal system made me a legend like James Worthy I came back with too much game and too sturdy Now I'm buying the same cars as the plugs with no birdies once again man for tuning in um you know what i'm saying like subscribe follow tell a friend tell a friend tell a family tell a family you know what i'm saying this is family time uncle sean dog p just remember your uncle ain't never gonna cap to you you know what i'm saying um once again rest in peace brianna taylor happy birthday brianna taylor and again happy birthday cc baby girl you know what i'm saying another year successfully here once again man like always stay safe stay dangerous um and uh tune in next week man um
where it's gonna be me again talking the same shit as last week. Um, yeah, man, I love y'all. I'm out. Deal. So as I peel through these lottery tickets, I see a Harley Davidson truck visit the same plaza we shot. A tall nigga hopped out with Jordans and a white tank top. He was top of the rap game, he was the top of the block. So watch that black boy fly.
When every neighborhood is an obstacle And two niggas making it out had never sounded logical Three niggas making it out, that's mission impossible So I never believed the type of performance that I can do I wasn't jealous cause of the talents they got I was terrified they'll be the last black boys to fly out of Compton